The following episode is brought to you by the law offices of Eva Carbo. Have you been in a car accident, a slip and fall? Have you received a speeding ticket? Do you need a free consultation? If so, give the law offices of Eva Carbo a call at 305-200-3760 for all your legal needs and let them know that the comic book nerd sent you. Looking for news in the comic book world? Looking to hear what we think about your favorite comic book movies, TV shows, and books? Well, check us out now on Captain Diamond and Super Dad, the comic book nerds. Hi guys, and welcome back to the second episode of the Comic Book Nerds. And I'm Captain Diamond. And I'm Super Dad. And today we are discussing a very good movie called The Black Panther. Yes, indeed we are. The Black Panther won the poll against Captain America's Winter Soldier in a landslide. So we will be discussing that. But before we get started, we just want to say thanks to all our followers. And everyone that wants to be on our show. And every sponsor that we have. So I've been reviewing the emails, the social media, and calls that I've gotten, and everything's been positive. What have you been hearing back from people that have started listening to the podcast? All I've heard was the podcast is good, and they want to be on it. It's crazy to think that this just started with an idea, and in just the seven days, it's become pretty much a phenomenon with uh, you know SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes all blowing up. We have our Twitter page going, Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, next thing you know, I don't even know what to expect in the next week coming up. Yeah, I have no idea what's going to be in the next week. We could be famous. That is the goal here, right? Fame, fortune, and maybe a picture with Stan Lee. How about the DC writers? Come on. Well, I mean, since we're focusing on Marvel, let's and take it one step. Steven Spielberg. Okay, so with that clue, I think it's time to move forward on this episode. Alright, so as we mentioned at the top, um, this episode is sponsored by the Law Offices of Eva Carbo. Um, you know, we want to thank them. They're our first official sponsor. So let's get forward with this. So this movie today is The Black Panther which is the journey of T'Challa to become the king of Wakanda and his journey on how to overcome, I guess, a rivalry with his cousin, Eric Killmonger. So before we get started, what did you think overall about this movie? Was it an enjoyable view? Well, I like this movie because it still gives you... It, you think of it as an adult movie, but once you watch it, it's really a kid's movie and it's hilarious. It's great to see that even though this movie is called The Black Panther, we had so many cast members that really stole the show. I mean, you have from T'Chaka, um, Claw, Suri, Mbaku, Okeyu, Nakia, Killmonger, and of course T'Challa. I mean, everyone had a very big role. And I mean, there were so many other cast members that I didn't even mention, including the character that Forrest Whitaker plays, where even he himself had a big role in it. So, do you want to talk first about what happens in the movie, or do you want to go through a breakdown of every character that I just listed? 
Well, I think we should do a breakdown, then we should really talk about the whole movie. All right, so the first thing that I have here on my list is Claw, Ulysses Claw. One of the villains of this movie introduced in Avengers uh, Age of Ultron. So tell me, how did you like Claw's character in this movie? I love this character in this movie. He is one of the funniest bad guys. He's like up there with Loki and stuff. Yeah, I feel like if he would have kept going in this movie, he could have pretty much stole the show. Because his sense of humor was hilarious. What do you think? Yes, especially when he was singing that song. Yeah, I mean, that interrogation scene where he was just in there, one arm tied behind his back, one arm sitting on the table because, of course, he's a one-armed man. I mean, that could have that scene alone was one of the highlights of the movie. So the next person on our list here is Suri, the sister of T'Challa, Princess Suri. What did you think about her? Well, I think she was actually one of the best, the one of the best characters. I think if they... Would have made her a bigger character, she would have stole the show. And I think she had. I mean, it's crazy to see not only the character, how smart the character was, but just how hilariously funny she was, that she was able to hold such a great sense of humor. I mean, one of the iconic scenes in the movie is when they're inside her science layer, and she's there telling her brother to stop touching her things, that she doesn't go to his place and start touching things. And then, of course, she turns on her recorder to show him hit the costume and for the costume to strike back at him, causing an explosion all while she's recording it. So one of the scenes I know there that you like is the part of the shoes. You know, when she shows him the shoes that she made for him, that she says that they're so silent that she calls them sneakers. Yeah. What did you think about that? Well, I think it was hilarious. And do you mind if I say the line that she says? Of course. Um... Well, when he's walking, he says, what are these? And she says, the most famous thing, what are those? Exactly. Man, I actually thought about your uncle when I first heard that. Shout out to Uncle Kenny, who was the one that first taught us that line. Um, so the next uh, person here on our list is M'Baku. Now, M'Baku to me ties as someone that stole the show here. I mean, he was only in such a small role. We first get introduced... When he's challenging T'Challa, then we hear nothing after that until the Queen Mother comes to him for help. And then, of course, we don't see that until, spoiler, the end of the movie when he comes to the rescue. What did you think about the character of M'Baku? I think they should make his own movie because I think he's an amazing character and I would love to see him more. Yeah, I mean, a show or a movie about M'Baku and the Jarabi tribe would be something great to see, even if it's a small Marvel series, just showing their journey and showing what they're doing. Because remember, I mean, yeah, at the end of the uh, movie, he is a part of the Wakanda tribe and it's showing him sitting with all the leaders. And of course, for those that saw Avengers Infinity War, it's not a spoiler, but, you know, he is with them there. So I would love to see what happens when M'Baku has to deal with his own enemies you know and his tribe and seeing him as a leader which we really haven't been able to see um so next we have okoyu which is the personal bodyguard of the black panther which is funny to hear that he has a bodyguard and not only that but it's strange to see and not in a bad way in a good way that it's women that okoyu is the woman leader of women bodyguards what do you think about this empowerment of women shown as the strength behind him Yes, I think it's amazing because usually it's always the men and like like in 
Iron Man, it was happy and stuff. But now we get to see these women that are strong and make you actually afraid of them. It's great to see the women power in the Marvel Universe. And this movie definitely shows that because the next woman on our list, Nakaya, which is, don't freeze, his ex-girlfriend. You know, Nakaya gets introduced to us. She's undercover. She's, quote unquote, being held hostage. And the movie starts with T'Challa and Okoyu um, rescuing her. And we get introduced to her. And again, another valuable woman, another strong woman, both mentally and physically, that we see her throughout this film really grow. And it's crazy to see that. So, I mean, what did you think about Nakaya? I think she was amazing and um this movie would have not been the same without her yeah i mean it's crazy to see that it's crazy to see what we're doing you know so from there on the next person that we have here is eric killmonger what did you think about him i think he was amazing and he's actually right i think he the things they want to do all all their people are out there suffering and suffering and they have these powers and he's trying to go and help them. Yeah, I mean, yes, he did go about it the wrong way, but in the end, what he was saying is technically correct. And I love the fact that they let him express himself in it. You know, we he was able to talk, he was able to tell people what he was really was on his mind. And what was on his mind was the fact that all this poverty going on and all this violence against, you know, black people. And he was able to be the one who really was able to tell them, hey, you have all this money, you have all this power, you have all this vibranium. We should be able to arm our brothers and sisters. Why are we not doing this? Now, yes, he went about it the wrong way. But of course, of course, you know, how can I say this? He went about it the wrong way, but of course he was able to do what he wanted to do because of the way he was raised. His father was murdered at a young age. He was, a, you know, he didn't have any role models and he held his anger against the throne of the Black Panther. And now he was able to do that. So, yes, Killmonger, in my opinion as well, was kind of a protagonist, you know, a good guy. But he went about it the antagonist kind of way. He went about it. The bad kind of way. Now, the next person on our list here is the main guy. The Black Panther, Keen T'Challa. What did you think about T'Challa compared to Civil War? I think T'Challa has changed 100%. In Civil War, he's a serious guy trying to get revenge on Bucky. But here, he's this happy guy. You see him laugh a lot. You see him... Like, do funny stuff with his sister. Like. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to see T'Challa. When we get introduced to him in the last movie he was in, which was Civil War, he's more serious. You kind of, well, I mean, I kind of saw him kind of like a villain because of the fact that I was Team Captain America and Team Bucky. But in this movie, we're able to see him. We're able to see him struggle with the fact of learning that his father killed his uncle and seeing him grow from a prince to a king at the end of the movie. And it was great to see that in this movie. Now, a lot of people have complained that he wasn't the main character of the movie because, yes, it is the Black Panther, but the movie was more about Killmonger. 
What did you think about that? Did you see this as the Black Panthers movie or did you see this as the rise and fall of Killmonger? I actually saw this more of a Wakanda movie because this doesn't focus on this. This focuses on everyone from Wakanda. Even Killmonger's from Wakanda. Yeah, and I mean, let's do also a special shout out to T'Chaka. Now, T'Chaka, I learned in researching for this, um, the dad, um, played by John Kenny, when we saw those um, flashbacks of him, it wasn't actually him who was the CGI version. It was his son, who I'm going to pronounce the name Atanak Kani, who played him, which is crazy to think that this whole time I thought it was a CGI version of T'Chaka in his younger youth, but it's actually John Kani's real-life son who played him. I think that's great to have that father and son playing the same role. I mean, that must have been crazy. But, all right. So, okay. So, let's talk about this. Overall, we saw T'Challa start this movie on. He opens the challenge for the reign of the Black Panther to become the king. He fights M'Baku. He wins. He becomes the king. He goes off to find Claw. He fails at his mission. He comes back. Killmonger comes knocking on the door. Killmonger challenges him. Killmonger technically wins. He didn't cheat. Killmonger wins, throws him. Yes, he didn't die. He didn't yield. But Killmonger wins this battle. T'Challa comes back. He has his powers once again. What did you think about the plot? What did you think about the story? Is this a story that really captured your attention? Well, yes. At first, when the movie started, it was getting a little boring. But then after this, I started like, getting super interested. And I think it can capture a lot of people's point of view. Yeah, it's crazy to see the kind of story. And, of course, you and I have talked about this you know, in the past, watching this movie the many times we have. How different this movie would have just been, you know, if it would have just been, you know, T'Chaka kills his brother, turns and says, maybe we should take this kid to Wakanda. And it would have been a completely different story. Killmonger would have been raised in Wakanda with his own people. And Killmonger would have probably been the sidekick to the Black Panther. And it would have been a completely different story. Now, my question to you is. What did you think about the fact that Killmonger was killed at the end of the movie? Would you have left him alive in prison to later on be able to use him in another film? Or were you glad that we were able to give him a conclusion to his story? Well, I actually would have just left him in prison because they could have done so much with his character. But then he just and like left him. Now, my question to you is, he drank from the herb, which is how he got his powers of becoming... His own version of the Black Panther. Do you think he's really dead? Or do you think he's going to become alive again? Kind of like, spoiler, Superman did in Justice League. Do you think that maybe he's buried somewhere and maybe in Black Panther 2, he can rise from the grave because the herb has brought him back? Oh, I've never thought of that. I, I actually agree with that 100%. But I have a question for you. I, I want your opinion 100% on Killmonger. I mean, to me, he is a hero, an anti-hero of sorts. Yes, he went about it the wrong way, but he was a boy lost looking for his father's home. And I know what that feels like. You know, I lost my dad and I know, you know, he wasn't taken from me the way that Killmonger's father was taken. But I know what it's like to search 
to understand where you're from, especially when you no longer have your father there to tell you about this. You know, I can look at you and I can tell you about my history, my past, but I can't turn around and look at my father the same way because he's no longer there. Killmonger was young. He was probably put into a foster home. Who knows what he went through, the abuse he probably got in that foster home with, you know, the bullies and stuff like that. All while holding on to the idea is my dad's from this imaginary place because when he looks it up, Wakanda is the equivalent of Neverland where nobody has proof of it. To everybody, Wakanda's this, you know, poor, you know, area where there's nothing there and he could try all he want, but he was never going to find the truth about it. And he found a way to open those doors for him. Now, of course, I would have done things differently. I would have come to Wakanda and been like, check this out. This is who I am. I don't want to be keen, but I deserve to be here. I deserve to learn the truth about me, about my father and about my family. You know, and of course, his line of, hey, auntie, is, you know, amazing to see how fast he's already, you know, growing into this role of knowing that that's his family. You know, um, do you have any other questions? Um, well... Who's your favorite character in this movie? I think overall for this movie, my favorite character has to be for the small role he had, Umbaku. Umbaku to me was the perfect character for all three roles that he had on there. From the very beginning, challenging. From the middle when he is he has the chance to drink the herb. But then he says, no, save T'Challa and let him be the Black Panther once again. And at the end of the movie, when he shows up, with his men and he leads them to a sort of victory um i think mbaku is the best what about you who is your favorite well that's a very very tough question i love everyone here but i have to say my favorite is a tie between two people all right who zuri Mm -hmm. and killmonger okay two very interesting points uh two very interesting characters to choose from and i'm not even going to argue the fact that you chose two because it, it would be a hard one to break through with those. All right, so let's move on to the next one. We're going to move on to our rating system. One rating is bad, five is amazing. Where do you put this film? I put it for 4.5. This movie has like a few mistakes, but it's still amazing. All right, 4.5 for Mr. Captain Diamond himself. And I am going to give it a as well a 4.5. Yes, I do enjoy this movie. I've seen this movie multiple times. It's actually still in theaters, and I've actually been thinking about maybe going once more to watch it in theaters before it leaves. I enjoyed it. It made me want to look forward to Infinity War. It made me want to look forward to a Black Panther 2 movie. Um, you know, it made me want to look forward to seeing Nakaya, Okawayu, Mbaku, Suri. It made me want to see everybody again. So, yes, I'm going to give it a 4.5. So that is mine's as well. Now we have here for next week's poll. Um, next week is actually going to be very interesting. We actually have somebody who wants to be a part of our show as a guest. Um, we also have somebody else who has also stated that he would be in an episode as well. And he didn't care which episode is what he wanted. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a battle of friends here. We're going to choose a poll with these two movies that we agreed on. And the winner of this poll would also determine who our guest for next week is. So would you like to say both movies that are going to be up for the poll for next week? Yes. The two movies that are going to be up for next week is 
Avengers: Age of Ultron versus Iron Man three. All right, so here it is. Avengers: Age of Ultron is going to be our buddy Jay, who wants to be a guest in this podcast, and we're going to give him the opportunity to come here and discuss Avengers: Age of Ultron, which everyone knows is not one of my favorites, but I'm going to give it a chance once more. And then we have also our other buddy. Renee, who also wants to be a part of this as a guest, and we're going to give him Iron Man three. So now it's going to be Jay versus Renee, Iron Man versus the Avengers. Who's going to win? Well, you get to make that choice by easily going to our Facebook page, go to the search bar, and type in the Comic Book Nerds. You'll find the poll there today. It's going to last until Thursday, and you'll be able to vote on who you want to be our guest. Or just which movie you want us to speak about. Now, before we close it off, I want to let you guys know that it's thank you so much for all the attention that you've given us in this past week. We are overjoyed with that. Really fast before we go, I'm gonna let you guys know to please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or any of your podcast apps. I personally use Podcast Addict, and I mean I can't recommend it enough for anyone who has an Android. Uh, please remember to give us a five-star review on all your favorite listening devices. Go on Facebook, like our page, go on Instagram, follow our page, our Twitter. All that information is going to be there. And of course, um, just in case anyone doesn't know, we are a part of the Bearded Hashtag Podcast Network, which you can find more information at beardedhashtag.com or the Bearded Hashtag Facebook page. Go on there. You'll be able to find more information. You'll be able to find uh, pictures, things like that. Everything else that we'll be sharing, we'll be able to do that. Uh, But thank you so much for listening to today's episode. This is Captain Diamond and Super Dad signing off. The Comic Book Nerds is a proud member of the Bearded Hashtag Podcast Network.